Hey guys, what is up and welcome to Young Titan World. I hope you guys are having a great day. And um, to be honest with you, things have been going quite wonky around here. Um, just so you know, a little bit of context, as I always love to do. I obviously have an affinity to causing trouble for myself. It's not like it's intentional. It's just, you know, kind of like the only reason why I decided to get out of bed early in the morning. Because I choose chaos and absolute wreckage. Um, but you're not here for my uh, personal life, are you? Unless, of course, you're a stalker. Which I would appreciate that much. Unfortunately, I don't exactly have a lot to stalk off. But, um, yeah, today we're going to be going over Velma. Now, Velma has caught quite the attention uh, because of how it diverts from the usual cast of um, the Scooby-Doo gang. Now, I think if you are an oldie just like me, you know, a 90s kid, I'm kind of like late 90s, so it, it doesn't really fall into my criteria. But I was around when there was a lot of Scooby-Doo. I can remember watching Scooby-Doo on Boomerang. And some other TV stations that were in Africa because, you know, that's where I'm from. And that is basically where you would get some of the TV series. Um, just side note, when it was three o'clock, that's when all TV stations around the country would be showing cartoon shows. Because they knew that was the exact time that students would be done with school. That's when preschoolers, that's when kindergarten everyone would be done with school and they'd be heading back home or they'd already be at home so the moment they get there cartoons are ready and waiting for them to come and enjoy now um yes as i was talking about the scooby-doo gang we already know what they're about everyone is a little perky everyone is happy and, uh, the only guys are usually terrified like 24 7 is shaggy and scooby um, Velma has a clear head and is always thinking about the next move, unless of course she loses her glasses, in which case she becomes absolutely useless. Now for Fred and Velma, I didn't exactly know that they were a thing until later in my years. I probably was 20 years old before I realized that they were actually a couple because they always seemed like great friends. Psych! <laughs> Probably I'm trying to deny the fact that he was in the friend zone, or they just didn't know what to label that. I'm not gonna go into that. We're not talking about the relationship status of the Scooby-Doo gang. We're talking about how Velma, you know, um, was received by the public. You know, personally, if you've not watched it, it could be whatever you want it to be, all right? When I watched it, it definitely gave me some ideas of my own. But before I decide to, um, you know, delve into my own soul, I would like to read a couple of tweets um, that were coupled up by Hufflepuff. Did I just say I'm sorry? Okay, I've I've, I've watched a lot of Hogwarts Legacy um, edits, and I think it's still stuck in my head. <laughs> Let's just read some of the tweets that are on Twitter. Of course, they're on Twitter. Where else would they be? Oh, my God. Let's just read some of the tweets. Um, these were curated by HuffPost. So let's just go into them. 
Uh, this one is by Side. I'm happy Mindy Callum's style of writing brown girls that hate themselves wasn't around when I was younger and only became a thing when I was at the age where I loved my heritage and skin color. I can't imagine being young and already self-conscious and then seeing that portrayal. Well, okay, that's quite negative. I don't know. They said Minnie Callen had a lot of hate. I don't know the exact reason why, but I'm assuming it's got a lot to do with her style of thinking. Another one from Steven says, It's wild to me that hashtag Velma was the thing that sparked all the Mindy Callen criticism. Mindy always thrived for white validation in her work. She wrote this scene. A young Indian girl eagerly rejects her culture because she thinks having a white boyfriend is better and more appealing. Ooh. Seems like there's some like cultural background behind this. I, I didn't know I was going to get myself into this shit. I was just coming here to review, man. It, it seems like Mindy's getting a lot of hate for this. Hang in there, Mindy. Because, I don't know, I kind of feel like if you live in the same world as her, you could understand if it pain. Um, okay, another, um, another tweet. Uh, hashtag Velma. So Velma is a brown girl in this show, and Fred is a racist, rude douchebag. In addition, she's crushing on him at the same time acknowledging that he's rude. This is terrible. Ouch. I don't know where exactly this is going, but we're not getting a lot of positive views. Okay, last one before we start spilling our own tea. Velma is unfortunately just the latest in a series of brown girl characters written by Mindy Cowling that represent brown girls by stripping them of their brownness as well as their moral compass sometimes. Ooh, this is not good. I, I really don't get why they're gonna put so much hate on her. Like, I feel like that is the exact kind of um, attention that it would get. Um, let's just say that I side with her. No, let's let's not just say I do side with her. Like, I would understand why you would want to abandon your culture and whatever that you stood for for something that looks better. Um, if you've been in the African setting, I'm not trying to use this as a cover to defend her, but from where I have been, you would easily want to abandon what you came from because the americans or the western way of life looks way better and because it looks way better you're not gonna think twice about it i don't know exactly what drives her to go against what she stands for but personally if i was supposed to be in this situation i would be there because i want to have nothing to do with the background that i have not because i hate them but because I've preferred the Western culture better. Now, I feel like everyone over here is just explaining things as they want it to be because they never, they always want you to be proud of your background, your history, your cultural heritage, you know, and it's not always the same, you know, like you're not going to get everyone who's so super psyched about where they came from, especially if they've seen the dark side of everything else. It's like they, Oh, what is terrible about their 
lifestyle. They know what's terrible about their culture. That is why they're choosing to abandon it. But you don't see that because you're seeing it from the outside. You're, you're seeing all the good and beautiful things, you know, like when they have festivals, when they have parties, and when they have these traditional marriages. Everything looks, you know, quaint and beautiful, but you don't know the dark and gritty part of everything else. And that is probably the reason why they can make comments that are misinformed and don't exactly hit the point, okay? You could argue that maybe she's a little bit, you know, off the radar in how she chooses to portray the character, but I can tell you this, there's always a basis for what she decides to do with this knowledge, which is why I, I don't really think that this is wanted, you know, this is... This is unwanted attention, honestly. Well, they did say that if your TV series is going to be one of the big hits, it's gonna get a lot of hate. So maybe man, Mindy Callen's in the right direction. Let's just take another one more and then we can talk about the series itself. They got one from Phantom OO. Actually, I've been seeing a lot of Velma discourse on my feed and wanted to share my quick two cents. Can we please get some positive brown girl rep? For once, why does every brown girl have to be written to be self-hating and insufferable? I don't get it. Like, how many brown girl movies are there that have self-hate? I mean, wasn't like Miss um, Marvel about a girl who had powers and she accepted to become a hero even though she had her background being, you know, restrictive? Okay, I... <laughs> You know what? Debating over these kind of things is not my cup of tea. If it was, I probably wouldn't be here, would I? You'd probably be on CNN. I would, wouldn't I? Okay, now, what is the Velma TV series? And why is it getting so much drama? Let's just talk about it. Wikipedia can give it to us. My lecturer would not be happy with this decision I made to use Wikipedia as my information source. Now, Velma is an American adult animated mystery horror comedy television series that was based on the character Velma Dinkley from the Scooby-Doo franchise, developed and created by Charlie Grandy for HBO Max. It stars executive producer Mindy Collin as the voice of the titular character with Sam Richardson, Constance Wu, and Glenn Howerton in supporting roles. Now, Grandy also serves as the showrunner of the series. It revolves around Velma Dinkley and the other human members of the Mystery Inc. before their before their official formation, that is, making it the first television series in the franchise to not feature the Scooby-Doo character. The series premiered on January 12, 2023. It received mixed reviews from critics who praised the voice acting but were divided toward the humor and criticized as it has uh, it criticized its meta storytelling, characterization, and departures from the Scooby-Doo mythos audience reception was overwhelmingly negative oh so that's where it came from not a lot of positive reviews about my girl Velma well I personally didn't mind I mean like it was so aware of all of its character flaws it was kind of scary it's like 
you know when the characters try or do generically stupid things or they they make moves that are usually done in every tv series but this one acknowledges it and not only that but they say it in such a way that it was almost as if they didn't they knew they were, they were gonna get themselves they're gonna get their asses handed to them so they decided to not even bother and just say exactly it's like i was watching a whole lot of deadpool like an unhealthy amount of deadpool <laughs> the only thing missing was actually ryan reynolds so yeah i guess that's one so um yeah we had Minnie collin who was going to be velma dinkley and um apparently in this she's bisexual she likes Velma. Hey, of course she likes Velma. She is Velma. She likes Daphne, who apparently also has a history in bisexuality. And um, for Freddy, too, I guess Freddy is a mama's boy who doesn't really have a lot going on for him. And, you know, like the characters have been spun around to not seem... It's like almost as if they branched away, like they just like left every single thing that each and every one of those characters stood for. Because I would think that if we're going to talk about Velma Dinkley, we talk about a kind, um, simple and nerdy girl who loves her sweaters and is just quirky in her own way. Not some rude narcissistic <laughs> prick that just would not but i guess that's the nitty-gritty of it usually when you have somebody who's very smart or very intelligent there's a high chance that they're narcissistic or it's not there's a high chance that they have a very very deteriorated um relationship scheme right like bro they are probably the worst of the worst and they have like two or three friends that they hang around and that is it that is the absolute limit so i think for the storytelling I liked it. I liked the fact that they tried to do something new. Because you can get bored with those characters. I can tell you that Scooby-Doo got to a point where people got bored about how the, 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 the scares were, how the characters, the villains in the stories were. Because it always ended up the same way. They go in, they... They go in, they find the clues, they wrongly judge, and like they pin the blame on someone who's not really the villain. They have to make another plan, or they almost give up, and then they get an idea, and they, they reach an ending that gets you the bad guy. And Velma does the explaining, Fred continues, Daphne finishes it, and Shaggy and Scooby give their compliments or their comments about the whole deal. That was playing out too long. So I think um there was also a new kind of Scooby-Doo. Uh what's what's up Scooby-Doo or something like that. It had the same kind of style as um you would have for Rick and Morty yeah so with that I kind of like enjoyed it a little because it was a lot more upbeat than the old one that seemed to be so possessive on being creepy and spooky that they would they would defy all logic of reasoning I don't know man but it would seem to me like every villain inside the old scooby-doo series was like super smart they were geniuses they got costumes that could fly (laughs) 
Bro, man, instead of like putting them in jail, you should just like round them all up and send them to like, I don't know, UC Mass or something. You should send them to like, I don't know, um, NASA. They'll probably engineer a spaceship or a suit that can, that doesn't even require oxygen, man. Because they were just legendary characters who actually turned out to be bad people. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, um, I I didn't really I don't know the agenda. I I don't really have, know how to like end all of this because I kind of figured that Velma was accepted by everyone, but that's not the case. Velma was highly criticized. It got a lot of backlash because it, they considered to be another brown girl character that is self-hating. But I don't know. I feel like whatever idea that they chose to have about whatever character that Velma was, was is quite unique. Okay. Now, granted, bisexual was never a topic that I wanted to be pushed into the character that is Velma Dinkley. But that aside, the fact that she was disorganized she was not like the same as she was before the reasons leading up to all of the things all her idiosyncrasies and all that she had it it was fun it was fun to like discover those things even though outwardly people have different views about it i i enjoyed it very much so i enjoyed it very much so um i think there's one just one character that I think is missing, although I can't say it's Norval, because Norval seems to have the same color scheme as the guy that is missing from this entire picture. So I'm gonna have to say, what's up with that? Is that the reason? Did they intentionally keep him out of picture so that they could bring him back in season two? Or is the marijuana gonna turn Norval into Shaggy? Because I'm assuming that that's not his name. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know where my thought process is supposed to go after this, man. But yeah, I, I would say that uh, Velma was a different angle altogether. And maybe the reason why people were so disappointed because they didn't expect it to come from that angle. All this time, I would assume Velma, 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 Velma felt to me like a an American character. If not even an American character, the closest to her race would probably be Mexican. And it turns out she was Indian, which I can't exactly put my finger on because i've watched a lot of scooby-doo and not even once did they put her in a shade of brown maybe it's in a very old series or when it was in like comic book form or something i don't know but um yeah technically it wasn't the greatest tv series ever a lot of people hated it not me though i'm sorry i, I was supposed to hate it but I watched it. I watched it with eagerness. Um, the mysteries were quite interesting. I mean, they were not over the top. I would assume that since they had brain swapping as 
part of the villain's characteristics or special abilities, they had to find a way to make things simple. You know, just remove the brain from someone's head and just push it into someone else's cranium, okay? Just, it's so simple. <laughs> yes, that was not weird at all. But I think they overdid it, you know, in the sense where they decided to use this as her first mystery to solve and that person is like just going full gore pulling out people's brains and not being able to make last minute decisions in time like you know what annoyed me in this entire series it wasn't the fact that she was self-hating it was the fact that the villain didn't know what they were doing okay first they said okay fine you know what i'm gonna capture and kidnap girls so that i can frame someone so that they couldn't find out about their mother because apparently every child that is looking for their mother has become an instant detective with powers beyond reckoning and now must be stopped by a person who practically owns a company a business an empire you know you could have just like bought her like i don't know a scholarship and sent her out of the freaking city or the town but she chose to like frame her in their own city like i feel like you'd have to be like a next level of paranoid to do all the things that she did but hey man i guess rich people are paranoid you know but um yeah just to put a tiny little bow on it um velma did not I didn't have any expectations for Velma. I was curious and I watched it and I realized that it had some funny sides to it. Um, not everything made sense to me, especially those kind of references that required you to know past TV shows or past celebrities. Those things went over my head. And I always say that when it comes to those kind of things, Ryan Reynolds holds like the crown on that. But as long as I'm not an oldie like him, it would also go over my head. So I really try to avoid that if I can understand it because they're making references from a different show, a Marvel show or something that I'm familiar with. And yeah, sure, I'll laugh. But I guess with those ones, it's not really my strong suit. However, the characters themselves all seem to be liked. It's no one's having some deep regarded story that required so much explanation um the fact that they gave velma ptsd um through hypnosis or they gave her just a way to block her from being truly detective-y in this is quite genius um i guess they can just hand her the trophy of being a good detective they had to make her earn it and the heart stopping part was interesting you know i ain't gonna lie uh, the visuals were great <laughs> i would assume they deserved nothing by the best because it's an og she's an og character and she deserved all those beautiful colors that were given to her although i don't know when she's gonna get the orange sweater but since um norville kind of hinted that i'm sure we're gonna see something like that season two if we have a season two chances are people hate it so much that they get it canceled chances are it's gonna be so nice nice later on you know and it'll probably get continued five years from now you don't know that neither do i so we're gonna have to wait and see 
anyways that's gonna be it um there's a new series that i'm gonna be bringing out it's gonna be with a partner of mine we're gonna just um talk about bl if you've been watching any of my content you know that it wasn't my idea and i'm not saying that i'm ambushed or i'm being like under attack or i'm being blackmailed but you know the light is always dimmer on the other side that was cold please no 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 it's it's actually a um a series that i'm trying to bring on board it's better to expand territory than to assume that the only thing you want to do is tv series anime and cartoons so i guess what we're doing right now is branching off and trying to be a little bit more diverse you know just trying to bring it to light here so that's gonna be everything young titan um probably just a little bit okay maybe we should just like read for mindy collin she's the one who played velma dinkley just gonna read her character and call it a day all right sweet now velma dinkley a snarky teenage would-be detective who has a crush on murder suspect fred jones she has a lifelong passion for solving mysteries that she inherited from her mother but since her disappearance years prior velma is a lot more cautious regarding mysteries and has horrifying guilt-based hallucinations whenever she attempts to solve one She's partially modeled after Colin and is portrayed as a bisexual South Asian American. In simple context, she's Indian. Okay, fine. That was just what the fuck was that? Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. So that's gonna be it. Um. You guys can let me know what kind of TV series I should watch because. I also have like BL to watch now. I've started How I Met Your Father, which it's no How I Met Your Mother, but I I, I gotta give it I can give it like some it's some props like for trying. It, it's trying so hard, and I just I just hope that the third episode would do better. Oh gosh. What am I doing? <laughs> Anyways, that's going to be everything from Young Titan World. So please, thank you. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, I would appreciate it. 26 minutes and talking to you guys is always a surreal feeling. Um, I would love for you guys to subscribe because um, I'm trying to do this. Okay, cut all that shit. I would appreciate it much if you guys could subscribe. Uh, this is my livelihood and you guys are basically paying me to watch shit and give reviews about it so <laughs> i'm really grateful for that i truly am i'm probably on my knees thanking you so much you have no idea because technically this microphone is not even on a table <laughs> it's on the ground i still have to get like stuff for my new room and there's not much to show if i was supposed to make a youtube video about my new apartment <laughs> i would say it's a one room and one room only but that's a start um thank you guys so much for listening i appreciate all your donations all your tips 
thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. I may not sound it. I've been told that I always sound sarcastic, which is very uncomfortable for me, meaning that every time I have a conversation with an absolute stranger, they probably think that I hate them or something, which is not my intention. I hope you guys take care and I'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Young Tang out. Thanks for listening.